Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For another awesome opportunity, another day. Amen. That this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We're so hyped this morning. We're hyped every morning. Amen. That the Lord has given us because weeping may endure through the night, but joy coming in the morning. Amen. We thank God. Amen. That we come together every morning, six o'clock sharp on the dot. Amen. Got our mindset on the things of God. Our, our mind is set on the high things of God. Praise be to God. As we come together and we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable only unto God. It's the only acceptable and reasonable way that we got to send this praise up to God. Amen. So I thank God for everyone. Praise be to God. Woo. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his most holy court with praise, saints of God. As you come, amen, you come humble. You come with obedience. Praise be to God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You come to the throne room of grace and you give all your love, all your love to God, amen, because he deserves it. He is God, amen. He is Lord of Lord. He is the King of King, amen. So we come to him, amen, every morning, this morning, praise be to God, to gather again among the saints. We forsake not the symbol of God's people according to Hebrews 10 and 25, but that's something I'm matter of doing, but we come together to exalt one another. Amen. That's what we're doing. We're exalting one another. We encourage one another. We're building one another up. Amen. In the word of God. Amen. And we want to keep everybody remembrance of what the word of God says. According to Jeremiah chapter one and 12, God said, put me in remembrance of my word. Amen. Put me in remembrance of my word, Jeremiah. Put me in remembrance of my word, Eric. Put me in remembrance of my word, Lester. Put me in remembrance of my word, Sharon. Put me in remembrance of my word, Phoebe. Put us in remembrance of your word. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank God, amen, that this word continue to go forth. According to Isaiah 55 and 11, you know, every time we come with you, we're going to come at you, amen, with the word of God, amen. That's the only way. But he said, my word shall go forth. It will not return void, but it will accomplish what it was set out to do. We thank God, amen, for this word that's going forth as we pray the prayer that Jesus gave the disciple, amen. He taught them how to pray. They didn't know how to pray. They didn't know what to pray for, but he gave them specific guidance on how to pray to the Father so we don't have to be looking for someone else, amen, to speak a, a prayer word over us, amen. We got the Holy Bible right here. So let us go into our Father, which are in heaven. How will be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth that is, is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debt to us. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For dies the kingdom and the power and the glory, God, it all belongs to you. We thank you, Father God. You are so precious and awesome in our lives, Father God. We thank you for entering into our heart, Father God, so that we may not sin against you, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for everyone that is able, Father God, to hit play and tune in, Father God, even if they're on their way to work, Father God, and they can't be able to get on the, the creating a prayer culture for God podcast by you, for you, Father God, but they're still able, Father God, when they come home after our hard days at work, Father God, after fighting, Father God, the spiritual warfare, that they can come home and sit down and just relax and push play and listen to all of the podcasts, all of the prayer, all of the praise and worship, all of the anointing 
of God, praise and worship that is going across this radio wave broadcast podcast. Amen. It's going across every ear that is on this earth. So God, I thank you in the name of Jesus as we come together in corporate body. Amen. We together, we in unity, God. And when you said what is done in unity, that you command the blessing right then and there forevermore, God. So we thank you in the name of Jesus for bringing all the leaders of ministry together, God. Pastors, apostles, bishop, God. Prophet, prophetess, Father God. All of the ones, Father God, that is calling out your name, Father God. And we pray that they continue to lift up the name of Jesus because he said, if I be lifted up, that I would draw all men unto me. So we lift up the name of Jesus Christ over every situation, over every circumstance that is going on in this world with this coronavirus. God, we thank you that the numbers are decreasing. They're recovering, Father God. We thank you, Father God. That healing is in the atmosphere, bond of Gideland, Father God, is, is, is producing, Father God, in the atmosphere right now because the prayers of the righteous are available much, Father God. And we're going to continue to pray. We're going to continue to declare your word over the atmosphere because it's shaking up a hornet nest. It's shaking up foul of ground. God, we thank you for this word being planted in the people's heart, Father God, that they do what the word says, Father God, because you said not only be a listener of the word, but but let's be a doer of your word, Father God. And we're going to do what the word command us to do, God, because we follow your lead, God. The Holy Spirit, God, leads us, guides us, protect us, God. Bring everything back to our remembrance, Father God, because we need you, God. We need you every day, every second of the hour, Father God. And you say you will never leave us, forsake us, but you'll be with us even to the end of time. So, Father, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. We're saints of God. Amen. I'm going to first of all, I'm going to turn you all attention. Amen. Amen. To Ephesians, praise be to God, chapter 6, starting with verse 12. If you got your sword, amen, you got your sword, your double-edged sword, you ready? Praise be to God. We're getting on the front line. We ready, we ready, soldiers in the army of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, start with verse 12. I want to dive in on that word first before I go back, amen, and, 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 and talk about, amen, what we was discussing on Tuesday about God being a jealous God. But I want to dive in right now, praise be to God, to get your mind and your heart aware and focused on what type of warfare that we're fighting. Because we see a lot of things that's being taking place in the earth, on the earth, around the earth, in the atmosphere, and people are looking at it in a physical sense. But I got news for you today, amen, every morning. We are not fighting a physical warfare. We're fighting a spiritual warfare. And the spiritual warfare is fighting within. It's the battlefield of our mind. Oh, my God. So Apostle Paul said right here, he said, gave us a warning. He said in Ephesians chapter 6, starting with verse 12, he said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual, my God, whoo, my God, wickedness in high places, saints of God. So our fight is not against each other, amen. We don't have to bicker among one another. We don't have to get jealous of one another because one uh, family got the stimulus check before the other, then they went out and bought some. Praise be to God. We're not getting mad. We're not getting upset. Amen. It is not a physical warfare. It is a spiritual warfare, saints of God. And it said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. 
So our fight is not against each other. We are not being Cain and Abel. Amen. Cain, amen, killed his only brother. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, you are your brother's keeper. You're the oldest. You're supposed to look out to your brother. You ain't supposed to be having jealousy or hatred or, or, or envy against your own brothers and sisters. My God. That's why God said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But we wrestle against the principalities, my God, against power. These are spiritual demonic powers that is even in the heavenly places. And he said against the rulers of the darkness. And we told you before, amen, that Satan has a kingdom. He has a kingdom. He can't divide his kingdom against himself. That's why when the Pharisee asked Jesus, you, you cast out demon by the, by the spirit of Beelzebub. You know, that means the Lord of fly. Jesus said, how can Satan stand against his own kingdom? He has a chain of command. And against the spiritual wickedness in high places, we got people, I said, amen, that is in high places, that is still out there bamboozling the people, false prophecy, false teaching, my God, in the name of Jesus. And I tell you, saints of God, they are being exposed right now. That's why Paul told us, keep your mind stayed on him. My God, Isaiah 26 and 3, and he shall keep you in perfect peace because we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, saints of God. We're wrestling against this evilness and deceptionness that is going on in the world. And I thank God, amen, that everybody received their blessing, amen. And I got news for you, amen, prophetically, the best is yet to come. My God, always keep God first. That's why when you seek God, amen, you shall find him. And when you find him, you call upon him. According to Jeremiah 33 and 3, we've been teaching about that, that if you call upon the name of the Lord, he shall answer you and he will show you great and mighty things things, things you do not know. But he said, I will reveal those things to you in the spirit. That's why you get on the phone line. That's why you get on the prayer call. That's why you become an intercessory prayer warrior. That's why you become a gatekeeper. That's why you become a watchman. My God, that's why you become a shepherd, a pastor. Amen. A shepherd out of God's, a pastor out of God's own heart, a shepherd, according to Jeremiah chapter three and 15. My God, in the name of Jesus. So stand firm, praise be to God, as we get ready to dine in even more. We're going up to a higher level, saints of God. My God, because God is taking care of his children. I told you that he will not leave you or forsake you. He'll be with us even to the end of time. My God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank God, amen, for his presence. We thank God, amen, for his word. As we go now to Hosea 4, chapter 4. And I'm going to be talking 1 through 12. I'm going to be a little bit all over the place, amen. But I'm going to be going to most of all the, the major and minor prophets, Hosea, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, amen. Uh, the Holy Spirit was just taking me here and there, amen. He got me going, amen. Y'all just got to catch up to me, praise be to God. But I'm just so excited about hearing the word and declaring the word because God took me to Hosea chapter 4 and what we was talking about on Tuesday, about the jealousy of God. And it's different than the jealousy of this world, saints of God. And I told you that jealousy of God means that he's loving. He's very watchful. He's careful in guarding and keeping. That means that he loves us. Amen. And God's name is jealousy. Praise be to God. His name is jealousy. That means that he's jealous of everything, amen, that he created. God created everything. Everything belonged to God, and God created us in his own image, saints of God. So therefore, he's guarding of us, amen. He's very protected of his children. My God, you ought to feel excited that to know that God is a 
a protector of his own children. My God, you ought to run in place right now. You ought to lift your hands up right now and say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you, God, that I'm the apple of your eye, God. I thank you, God, that I'm the salt of the earth. I thank you, God, that I'm the light on top of a hilltop. I thank you, God, that you chose me. I thank you, God, that everything worked together to the good of those who love him, who have been called according to your purpose. I thank you, God, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. I thank you, God, that you be for me. Who in the world can be against me? I thank you, God, that you love me so much that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I thank you, God, that I'm a child of royal priesthood. My God, a chosen generation. I thank you, God, my God, that I'm uniquely built and chosen, my God, for this destination, God, for this time, God. Oh, my God, you ought to be thanking God every day, every second, saints of God, and I know you are, praise be to God. So let's just continue on, amen. But God is a jealous God, amen. He's jealous out of love, and he's careful. He's very careful about how he watches things over us, amen. He don't want no one else to get our attention but him. He says, seek, keep, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else should be added unto us. Matthew 6 and 33. But the world's view of jealousy is envy. We're seeing that today, right now, such as time is right now. Like Pastor Sheldon said, perilous time. Feeling of discontentment and ill will because of others' advantage. So much is going on right now. But it's no different than it was yesterday. Why? Because God is the same God is today, yesterday, and forevermore. If God did it for Abraham when he took Isaac up to the mountain to be sacrificed, God did it the same. He's the same God as he's doing today as we're sacrificing. Amen. We're dropping everything that we have and giving our love and attention only to God because he is a jealous God. He got to have your saints of God. He want us. He need us. My God, we're his children. And he said it rains on the just as where the unjust. And these are why the things that people can't cannot understand the thinking of God, the thoughts of God. He said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. When you get into a closer relationship with God, you'll understand, amen, that God is in control of everything. God said in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and 13 through 14, he said, it is I who send down the locusts. It is I who send down the canker worm because he's trying to arouse the jealousy of his people. He said, if they uh, humble themselves, if they pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, yet then and only then when I hear from heaven and I will forgive them their sin and I will heal their land. Oh my God. God is raining down blessings, saints of God, all because you obedient, amen, and it's better than sacrifice, amen. As Pastor, Le uh, Pastor Sharon, amen, on yesterday talked about Abraham, you can see the, 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 the symbolic picture, praise be to God, that God gave Abraham because he was first, he was obedient, amen, before he even gave the sacrifice because he knew the sacrifice was coming from God. So he was already obedient. And that's the that's the most important thing that I want everybody to take from this lesson, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Be obedient. God cannot cannot dwell within a disobedient child. My God, you know how it is when you're as parent, when you tell the child to do something and they look at you sideways and they start puffing and huffing and puffing under their breath. And you're like, oh, my goodness. No, you didn't. My God. 
you know how that feel. The child being disobedient, they, they saying instead of saying yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, the way we was taught, amen. Young people now are saying, yeah, what do you want? Huh? Really? No. That is not training up a child in which they may go. You got to train that child up, amen, to be obedient and stay obedient. My God, in the name of Jesus, because it will go well with them. So obedience is better than sacrifice. And I want to turn everybody's attention, amen, to Hosea, praise be to God, chapter 4, start with verse 1. And it says here, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth. We see it now. No mercy. We see it now. No knowledge of God in the land. They have put other stuff in the place of God. Amen. You can see it, saints of God. They put money before God. Anytime there's a large amount of money, you better believe there's a large number of sacrifice. We can see it on the news. The death. There's a large money. When you talk about trillions and millions of dollars, you talking about Illuminati. They don't like for you to say that because they think, oh, it doesn't exist. But yes, Illuminati does exist in this world. Remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against the spiritual wickedness and principalities of the dark and heavenly places. We call them out. We call them all of their secret places, hiding places, coming out. Because God said there's no truth, no mercy, no knowledge of God in the land. He said in verse 2, by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood touches blood. Flesh against flesh. Cain kill Abel because they are filled with jealousy. Amen. And it's not just the, just the people. We're going to get down in it. It's the pastor. It's the priest. It's the bishop. It's the prophet. Prophetess. He said in verse 3, Therefore shall the land mourn, and everyone that dwell therein shall lavish with the beasts of the field and with the fowl of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. They're using up so much resource. My God, the land is pretty much been used up all of its natural resource because of the high demands of everybody want this and want that. You can see it on the news. They're dumping out milk. They're dumping, they're throwing fresh vegetables away instead of giving it to the hungry. They're trying to sell it to them. I mean, my goodness. Just give it to them. My God. They don't have to buy it. There's hungry people in this world. And you take it and you throw it to the hogs. Fresh fruit. My God. They can't find a way to get it out to them, but I bet they can. But we see here. God said, therefore shall the land mourn and everyone that dwell therein shall lavish with the beasts of the field, with the fowl of heaven, yea, the fishes of the sea, and also shall be taken away. Verse four, yet let no man strive nor reprove another for thy people are as they are striving with the priest. Now, let's see this. Let's watch this. Let's dive into this here. He's talking about the priest. He's talking about the prophet. He's talking about the man and woman of God who are out there living a life of lap luxury from the people. The more the people sin, the priests sin. The more the priests sin, the people sin. Why? Because they want to live a lifestyle of luxury and fame and fortune, but now they can't, they can't seem to get it the way they used to have it. Amen? 
He said, they're living, amen, in a life of sin. And he said, they yet let no man scribe, no one reprove one another. They don't correct one another because the richer I get, amen, the poorer you get. And they don't approve one another for die people are as they scribe with the priest. So the more the, the people sin, amen, the more fatter the priest get, more money. He don't mind them going out there sinning. Right now, they can't have everybody to gather in the church. You know, we still got some, some pastors and some priests and some bishops out there that's still having people to come to the house of God. They're getting sick. They're passing around. I mean, that's just being ignorant. My God, you can't be so heavenly minded with your no earthly good. You can't be ignorant about what's going on. You can't put people's lives in danger. Amen. I would love to be at the house of God right now, but I'd rather be right here, a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord, than to sit among the evildoers of this world. I'd rather have, amen, a God-given, creating a prayer culture for God podcast, broadcast, that I can come to, that I can listen to. I ain't got to be church hopping all over the place, you know, going from one place, going to another. Amen. Like I mentioned yesterday, People now, they ain't doing church hopping because they can't get to the church. Now they're doing podcast hopping. They're all over the place. They're trying to find a place of rest. But I thank God that you heard, you tune in, you listen to the podcast so that you can always rest assured that the word of God is coming across this podcast with the truth because the truth is setting us free. And who the son is set free is free indeed. So he said here, and I love this, and you heard us talk about this the whole time, and verse 5, there shall thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. You know, a mother is the one that birthed it out. Amen. A mother give birth to a child. And God said, if they, amen, these false prophets, we'll call them out, if they don't change their way of doing things, praise be to God, and get back to being holy and acceptable and present themselves as a sweet-smelling aroma in the nostril of God, he's going to destroy the life that is in them, that come from that source, that mother. In verse 6, my people are destroyed for the lack of what? Knowledge. They destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge. You know, the word of God said they always know it, but they never come into the knowledge of what the truth really is. The truth is God. God is a jealous God. He got to be first. My God. And we got to make sure we keep him first. I know this may seem hard for some, but I thank God. Eat the meat, spit out the bone. Amen. It cut me down to my bone marrow. It let me know that God is a living God and he is a jealous God. And he said here, I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten of thy God, and I will also forget thy children. God is laying it out on the playing field. He's making it even for everyone. He said it rains on the just as well as the unjust, and the wheat and the tares got to grow together, saints of God. And he said, because they have rejected knowledge, he said, I also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. God don't need these false prophet. He don't need these false teacher. Amen. He don't need these false pastor. I'm not ashamed. 
Amen. I'll call him out. Be not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, I will reject thee. See, saints of God, a lot of pastors, I'll call them spineless. They don't want to get on here and they don't want to talk about the, the, the major and the minor prophet. We got to call it out. Amen. The major prophet, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Jose, amen, Zechariah, these prophets, amen, they stood, amen, on the top of the mountain to be a light in a dark place, and there was no shame whatsoever, amen, they want the shame of God, they want the shame of losing stuff, amen, because what profit a man to gain the whole world yet lose his soul, this is our life now, this is what we do, and we're not ashamed of it, we ain't trying to get no TV time, we ain't trying to get no platform time. We thank God, amen, for it because it all come from God, but it don't come from man. It come from God because we put all our trust in God. It will always be in God because we trust God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might, and we lean not into our own understanding, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. So God said, I'm rejecting those priests that is out there that is hurting his people because God is a jealous God that is taking his people away from the holiness, the pureness, the consecrated love of him. Amen. And he said in verse seven, as they are increasing, so they sin against me. Therefore, I will change their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people and they set their heart on their iniquity. That's sin. And there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways and reward them their doing. God is not allowing anything to go unnoticed. He is not leaving no stone unturned. God is going through it, amen, with his word, with his vision, with his purpose, amen. He is going through it like a hot iron, amen, through butter. Praise be to God, if I may say that. He said, their sin eat up the sin of my people. That means they, they're sinning out there and they are not making it any better. They're not setting an example as a leader in ministry, as a man and woman of God. They're not setting an example. And someone has to call them out. You better believe they prosecuted the prophets and apostles of old. They're going to prosecute, amen, those who are living now. My God, in the name of Jesus. He said in verse 9, they shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways and reward them of their doing, for they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase because they have left all to take heed to the Lord. In verse 11, he said, whoredom and wine, new wine, has taken their heart. You got some, some uh, pastors out there, priests out there, that say it's okay to drink. It's okay to drink wine. Jesus drank wine. That's a lie. No, that's a lie from the devil. Jesus did not drink wine. God said, wine has robbed my people of their understanding. He's saying it clearly right here that hold them and wine and new wine take away the heart. Take your heart away from God. You know, they close down all the other business around here in the surrounding area, in the local area, over the nation, but they make sure they leave that liquor store open. Yeah. They made sure that they, they said that is essential. I said, the devil is a liar. You want to close down everything else. You want to close down the mom and pop shop, the small businesses that is out there that is sacrificing, that's providing, amen, to the people who are still hungry out there, who still need food. But you open up the liquor store. You keep that open 24 hours. 
It ain't no number of how many people go in there. You can pack it up because they want to wipe every liquor bottle off the, off the wall up there. Buying up all the beer. You go to the store and you see them in line. Cases and cases of beer. They want to drink themselves to death. But I thank God, amen, that he has taken that taste out of our mouth. My God, he's taking the things of the world out of our mouth so that we can love him and please him in a holy temple body. Amen. He said here in verse 11, I love this. I know you do too. My people ask counsel at their stocks. Hmm. Yeah, looking at idols, looking at things in the world, looking at things that they've been uh, worshiping. You know, you can create anything in the world to worship and create as an idol. God said they ask counsel at their stock. Those stocks ain't talking back. As Pastor Luther said before, you know, when Paul went around in Acts chapter 20 and he walked around and he said, wow, you know, I'm looking at all these great statues and I see that on the statue it said, we serve an unknown God. My God, Paul said, look here, let me tell you something about this unknown God that you have no knowledge of. Let me tell you something about this living God, because the people was bowing down, worshiping these big old great statues, you know, these great big temple, you know, my big church, you know, like I said before, I ain't got no pastor coming to me or texting me or sending me email, asking me how many members you got, how many people you had at church this Sunday. Well, you can't say that now. Praise be to God. You can't say that because now you're not at your big building now. Praise be to God for all the ones that sow in $10,000, $20,000 tied. You can only place them in the front row. Everybody else got to sit in the nosebleed section where they got to hear the word of God. Amen. But I thank God, amen, that we have a place. We have this creating a prayer culture for God podcast where everybody is somebody special. Everybody. That means everybody. No matter what color you are, no matter what society you're from, no matter what ethical background you're from, no matter how much money you got, no matter how much money you don't have, everybody's acceptable here. Praise be to God. And I thank God that it's reaching all over this land, saints of God, is reaching in the places, amen, that we see on the news in Ireland, in, in United Kingdom. We got listeners over there. We got radio stations over there. I see it. I hear it. My God, I received the reports from it. We got listeners in Italy, amen. We got listeners in China. My God, we even got listeners in North Korea. You know, they don't hear nobody from the outside of North Korea, but somehow somebody found a radio and they heard the creating a prayer culture for God podcast and they tune in regardless of their risk in their life. I know that their life is at danger, but my God, for God, I live for God. I die. Amen. And I want nothing in this world to profit me yet to lose my soul. So I want to serve Jesus. So I'm going to do everything I can to continue to listen to the word of God because he said faith coming by hearing and hearing is the word of God. My God, in the name of Jesus, he said, for the spirit of whoredom has caused them to error and they have gone a whoring from under their God. That's a big G. That's big God. Amen. That's our father. Amen. That's our father who is the father of the fatherless. Amen. He is the one, amen, that we serve. He is the one that we, we, we love. Praise be to God because he first loved us. Amen. And I want to turn you all attention to Matthew chapter 15. Start with verse 8. That's Matthew chapter 15. Start with verse 8. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. Start with verse 8. Praise be to God. About honoring God. Amen. Not only with your lips, 
but honor God with your heart. Praise be to God. In Matthew chapter 15, starting with verse 8, he said, These people draw near unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. My God. He said, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine and commandments of men. That's what Jesus is speaking here. By the tradition of man that has made the glory gospel of Jesus Christ of no effect. They honor God with their hands and they honor God with their feet and they honor God with their lips. But see, their hearts are far away from them. And our heart has to be with the love of God, saints of God. Amen. So we got to honor God with our heart. Praise be to God. And he said also in Isaiah chapter 29 and 13, Jesus back it up. He always backed the word up because he is the word. He said in Isaiah chapter 29 and 13, he said, Wherefore the Lord said, For as such as this people draw near me with their mouth, that's what we heard it again, and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, their fear towards me is taught by the perception of men. My God. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Father God, that you are a jealous God. That we'll not just honor you, Father God, with our lips, but we honor you with our heart. We honor you, Father God, with our duty and our responsibility as a soldier in the army of the Lord. To love, Father God, you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might. And love our neighbors as ourselves. That, God, we will always be attentive, Father God, to everything that is going on. Watchful, Father God. Vigilant. Sober-minded. Always worth watching. Always alert, Father God. For you said in Jose 4 and 6 that my people are being destroyed for the lack of knowledge. God, I thank you that everyone that tuned in and is creating a prayer culture for God. Prayer line for you, by you, God. They are not being destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because as we have heard the testimony, God... You have given pastors out of your own heart, according to Jeremiah chapter 3 and 15, who will feed you with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus to every listener that is on this phone line right now, Father God. They are not being destroyed for the lack of knowledge. They are being built up, Father God. They are being a survivor of the word of God. They are being a survivor in this world because we are only sojourning. We are only passing through, God. This life is only a vapor right before us, God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus that one day, Father God, that you're coming back, God. And we want to ensure, Father God, that we do not be like the foolish virgin, but we be like the wise virgin, Father God, to keep our oil topped off, God, because you are coming back to your bride, the temple, God, the temple of the Lord, the house of God, your bride, your pure, consecrated, unadulterated, sacrifice, bride that you have placed before us in our heart. So God, we thank you, Father God, that we continue, Father God, to lift your name up on high, God. We love you. We love everything, Father God, that is you are doing in the earth, Father God. You're providing everything that we need. We thank you for the word according to Philippians chapter 4 and 19. 
for my God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. God, we thank you for providing everything that we need. Fresh manna from heaven, God. In the wilderness, Father God. You fed us, Father God. And you continue to feed us, God. Fresh manna, that sweetest honeycomb. Quails, Father God. Meat, Father God. Water, Father God. From a rock, Father God. Fresh water, God. We thank you, Father God, for this word. We thank you for the living waters. We thank you, Father God, for keeping us in perfect peace, God. You say, as long as I keep my mind stayed on you, God, you say you will keep us in perfect peace. So we honor you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we thank you, Father God. For it is in your name, Father God, our Father, which are in heaven, how will be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done in earth that is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debt to him. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thou is the kingdom and the power and the glory of God. It all belongs to you, God. We thank you, Father God. You're so precious, God. And we thank you for your jealousy for us, God. Because your jealousy is of love. Your jealousy is of peace. Your jealousy is of guarding us, God, from all the wiles of the devil. For you said, Father God, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So, Father, we thank you, Father God. Precious is the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. And we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.